Hey, Magic Maker, let me ask you this. Are you drowning in perfection? I mean, come on, it doesn't get any better than perfect, right? Like perfection is what we should all strive for. You want to make every effort to get it perfect. Is this how you think? I know I sure did. I was drowning in perfection and it was exhausting. I was so overwhelmed with the idea of getting it perfect that if it couldn't, I couldn't get anything done. It was like being on a hamster wheel, spinning and spinning by going nowhere. And then one day it hit me. What if there was no such thing as perfect? What if I was doing the best I could and if that was enough? That realization hit me like a ton of bricks. Now, instead of trying to be perfect, my goal is to just do the best every single time. Like no more stress, anxiety about whether something is good enough because I know that it's good enough. It's actually pretty freaking great. You can have this too when you join me in the Reboot Perfection Masterclass, where you will learn how to stop worrying about perfection, and together we will explore how perfectionism affects you and what steps you can take to control it. This masterclass is for you if you're really ready to finally create a healthy lifestyle process that's repeatable and that you can finally stop feeling like all your time, effort, and energy are being poured into something that'll never work because it ain't perfect. Here's where you learn how to break that perfection cycle. All right, ladies, if you want in, there is a link in the show notes waiting for you. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. All right, magic makers, today I talked with Miss Leslie Logan and She is an online Pilates guru. And today we talked a lot about, not as much about Pilates as you would think. We talked about what happens on the mat. What are some of the transformations that people can experience on the mat? And how does that move into their life? And, you know, one of the things she talks a lot about is like just showing up, right? And some days you just roll out that mat and that's all you got. And some days you're there for 10 minutes. Some days you're there for the full 30 minutes. And she, you know, empowers her people and hopefully empowers you that it's all about just doing what you can do, right? You know, breaking up with a, is this enough? You know, it's asking yourself the question, is what I just did enough for what I got in the tank today? And we also talked a little bit about, you know, how are we all, all are around our cycles. And really, it's all about how do we just honor ourselves? How do we have that awareness and trust ourselves that, you know, what we can do hard things, that if we just show up for ourselves and start to feel confident in our bodies versus looking externally for validation and confirmation, that we are our own validators and we provide our own confirmation. 
There's just so many things we dove into, and I'm just grateful to have her on my show. I'm grateful to share her with you, and hopefully you had some amazing takeaways as well. And as always, do me a favor. Let me know what some of your takeaways are, because you are who the show is for. You are my magic maker, and I just always want to make sure I am serving you the best way I possibly can. Enjoy the episode. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by... M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars. Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcast. Just go to iTunes or wherever ever you subscribe to this show and just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. All right, ladies, do you ever just meet somebody and especially as an adult, like, and you just like connect and like, you don't even like, you've said like three words. And you're like, oh my God, we're going to be friends. Like, and not to be that like Instagram real thing. Like really, we are going to be friends. Like I met this woman ooh, maybe like two weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, I love her vibe. I love her energy. We need to be together. And I was like, and I need to share her with you because I love her story so much. We talked about burnout and how many of you have burnt yourself to a crisp or maybe on your road to burnout and you're like, I think I smell something burning, but it could be leaves. And maybe it's you. So have a listen to what Miss Leslie Logan has to say and how she's used her passion for Pilates to one, make it her platform, but also make it her way of teaching others how to care for themselves, how to build consistency into their lives by building it into a Pilates practice, which is like, wow, like, hello, what a concept. Welcome to the show, Miss Leslie Logan. Oh my God. Thanks. I'm sorry. I laughed in the intro, but I like that. So <laughs> that just made me laugh. So hard. I'm so excited to be here. I know we, um, we only kind of saw each other's names in the Facebook group, but never had actually met in person. And when I saw you across the room and then we get to have that dinner together, I was like, this girl, I think we, well, we could like finish each other's sentences. Like yes. we were talking about life, not just fitness, but like when we were at dinner, we're talking about everything and we're like, no, this is what's really happening. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And it's um, so refreshing to like meet like adult women. You're like, oh my God, adults. Like, it, I love it. I know that that's actually, gosh, I wish that wasn't the case, but that is true. It's, mm. you know, it's really, um, when, I, especially since I've moved to Las Vegas recently, I've had to actually like make friends, you yes. know, like, <laughs> and because we're, I'm not traveling the way I used to, I'm not just seeing friends randomly. Like I, like I did my, my career before the pandemic. And so I'm like, okay, um, how does one, do that. And right. then like, what is that like? And so, you know, I've been saying yes to a lot of like opportunities to meet people. And what I'm surprised by is just how many cool adult women are out there who are like on a mission to be part of community and bring people together. Right. And it's like what you look for, you will find, you know? Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm just so glad that we got to connect in real life and we get to do this today. Yeah. And so one of the real things that I loved about your story is that, you know, you're the Pilates queen, which is great. And we're going to, we'll talk about Pilates, 
But how you talked about how you came to Pilates, you know, most people come to fitness because they want something. You came to fitness, you know, and it might, when I say want something, they want like a better body, they want whatever. But you came to Pilates because you're like, I am just like fried and I need something else. So what led you to like that burnt out place? Yeah, I mean, um, I will, I will be completely honest. I, I did hope that I would lose the freshman 25 that I kept with me for four years. Of course. It's always in the back of your mind. It's of always course. in the back. Like, I don't know. Um, but I actually wasn't expecting Pilates to do that. No, where I was in my life as I had just graduated, um, college and, um, I was going to school full-time paying for it myself with student loans, which is always its own stress mm. and a great thing that could add to burnout. Um, and because of those student loans and because I was on my own, I was actually managing a jewelry store. So I was working about 50 hours a week running that store, um, in heels, <laughs> right. And going to school full time. And, um, I found myself in a position where like my friends had who graduated from college had moved on. And so all I did was work yeah. and I would go to the gym, but like nothing was really changing. And I was, I was, um, not fueling myself correctly. Cause I didn't mm. even know what that meant right. at the time. And I wasn't even seeking that out, but I just was doing things the way I always did them, but because of the stress of everything of, of trying to hit goals at my job and also pay the bills of living on your own as a 25 year old with $400, $500 a month student loans on top of rent. I was just in this place where I didn't know how to get out of it. Um, and someone invited me to Pilates and I honestly, like I made fun of it. I said that infomercial (laughs) stuff doesn't work, you know, like, (laughs) you know, that's an infomercial. It doesn't do it, but I, I just knew in my gut that I needed to do something different. And I really wanted this person to hopefully be a friend. I thought we will go to class and then we'll get avocado toast and we'll never go back to that class, but at least I'll have a friend. Anyways, I felt something new in my body. I never felt before. Like I felt I felt like I was in my actual body and I don't right. know ladies, if anyone feels like this, I'm a hypermobile body. I'm also an Aquarius. So like in the head and like, not, I don't really, I didn't really feel muscles. When I held plank, I just felt my wrists and my elbows and my shoulders. Right. And, and you're like, when is this over? <laughs> Please someone let me out. Um, so, but I felt muscles and I felt like I was inside myself and it was the first workout that I couldn't think about what I hadn't done or how mm. I was going to pay for something or where was that money going to come from or anything like that. And, um, and I, literally changed my entire work schedule and the schedule of my entire team. So I could go to class every wow. single day. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, I like that because so many of us get so up in our head, you know, regardless of what your astrological sign, it's really easy to get up in your head. And even though you say you're going to exercise, like people go for a run or whatever, and you're list making the entire time, like what, you know, as soon as I get done with this run, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're not actually present in the run. I mean, some people are, and I admire them. Um, I, I, as a avid runner, and actually I was a sponsored runner. That was never my... (laughs) That was never my brain. (laughs) You were like list making or what I should be doing other than this. And you were always where like, I find that like, so fascinating that you were just able to come in and just like, turn it off. Like, this is my spot. This is my place. Yeah. And I, I mean, I will say like, that is the power of, of that other method. Um, and that you, the, 
if Pilates feels easy to you, it's because you're not focusing on it. It's because yeah. you're thinking about your lists or you're thinking about something. And like the big joke is if Pilates is easy, you're doing it wrong. But really, yeah. it's not that like the teacher is not good. It's not that you're not good. Is that your brain is not there. Yeah. And if you're really focusing on your brain telling your body what to move and when, you can only think about that. And it was the first time that I understood what people talk about when they talk about meditation. Because everyone just say, yeah. just meditate. Just meditate. It's a stress reliever. Mm. Okay. I hear you. And I have a lot of things on my mind. That is like, that's like torture, like just making me sit still with my thoughts. Right. So, exactly. <laughs> so what I found was, um, that it just forced me to be inside of my body. And I think a lot of us, if we spent more time there would have more confidence and the mm. answers to more things. And also like really know how to trust ourselves in the next step and decision we have to make. And that, that didn't come the first year of doing Pilates. It definitely came, um, after years of diving into the method and teaching it and seeing it affect others, you know, for me, if seeing it affect other people. So. And I love what you talked about the self-trust. Cause I think even regardless of if what sport you choose, it's, you trusting that like, Hey, maybe I can do this next move, or maybe I can lift that heavier weight where a lot of us don't experience self-trust. Like we always have the, like that negative talk in the back of our mind being like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. You're going to get hurt. Or this is, this is bad for you. Stop doing it. Yeah, no, that that's the thing. Like, um, I get asked all the time, like, how are you so confident? And I said, no, I'm actually scared most of the time. I'm actually like, <laughs> like when I read that Maya Angelou was worried that she'd be found out someday, I'm like, oh my God, her too. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Um, and, but what I have discovered as far as confidence goes, is that because I because of my practice with Pilates, because I have seen myself progress just by showing up for it, not by being perfect with it, not by like making myself look mm -hmm. like anybody else doing it. And that's really important. I think it's really easy for people to think, oh, I don't look like her. I can't do it. No, I don't even look like myself half the time doing it. Like every day is a new day in the body, but because I have this consistent showing up and I have, I have these aha moments of like, oh, I'm able to do that today. And I couldn't do it yesterday because of that. Then when I end up in a gym and my trainer's like, I want you to lift these heavier weights. I'm like my brain, the practice of my brain isn't like, Oh, can't do that. Right. No, because I've been practicing showing myself, I can do hard things. I'm right. like, yeah, let me try that. I think I can try that. So that, that self-trust, um, can look like confidence. And often it's just that, uh, it's, the the practice of being able to, um, see what is possible in your body. And that, that true, the reason I say it comes from Pilates and it probably can come from other things, but this is what I teach all, um, right. is that I teach classical Pilates, which is just Joseph Pilates method in his order. Like, so a lot of people teach his method, they might change the order and that's totally fine. I am someone who needs to know when I'm going to start right. and where I'm going to end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we start with the hundred, we went with pushups on the mat. And what's so lovely about that is as someone who had so many insecurities as someone who was like comparison syndrome, just because I grew up in this country, you know, right. <laughs> no, not blaming my parents. It's just like the life we live. Exactly. Um, you can only compare yourself to yourself. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do that yesterday, but I can do it today. Right. And so that practice is what gives me that courage. Um, and it was, it's what gives my clients that courage to show up and do hard things. And you know, you said a bunch of things that I'm like, Whoa, so good. The first thing, just showing up. Yeah. You know, so many people will say they want to show up, but there's, you know, a litany of things that keep them from yeah. even, even when they are there, not fully showing up. 
Like just being yeah. like, I went to Pilates. Now we're going to get green juice. Like, no, like be in Pilates and don't mm-hmm. focus on like, am I going to get with ginger or not ginger? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good way of avoidance um, that we've, we've all, uh, I think is a strength of, of ours. We were able to like, oh, how do I get out of this place that I'm stuck in that I may right. not, I'm not sure I want to be here right now. <laughs> and, and I get it. Like I, I have a good friend and I love her to pieces. Melissa, I love you. But her, <laughs> We, she always is like, let's go to yoga. Yoga's fine, but I'm not a 90 minute yoga person. So like, once we get to like, like I get to like around like hour, like 10, I am staring at the clock. Like every, every chance I took it to my head. And so I'm not present. And so I know that feeling, but I know there are other things that I show up for that I'm like head down. Let's get this done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that comes with like you got to find a thing that works for you and you have to give it a chance as well. So like if you've given plies a chance, but you were thinking about the ginger or no ginger and your juice afterwards, give it another chance or try another teacher. Um, I am with you. I used to be the girl who did those 90 minute classes. Um, and I, I'll full disclosure, I would make sure I was in a position where I was in a down dog. I could see the clock. Yeah. And I went to this one teacher who I knew had a system. I figured out a system, 45 minutes of warm up, 45 minutes of work. 45 minutes of cool down. And so I just like, you just have to get to yeah. that second 45 and then you're on the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I have to always be near like the clock and yeah. I also have to be near the door. So there's like a little coolness. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. So, so I will say like, um, if you are that person who is not able to be present, I think that's also just a habit you've created for yourself. Right. It's also, it's also like, a form of perfectionism in disguise or procrastination, mm-hmm. which is perfectionist disguise, where it's like, um, I don't really know how I'm do what to do. I don't feel so I'm not really comfortable being here yet. And so I'm going to go somewhere where I am comfortable, which is like list building. Like we're all right. ladies, we're so comfortable list building. So um, so I I just think that it's like give yourself permission to just be there and be uncomfortable. Like that's because yeah. Because he, again, there's that cliche, like life happens outside of your comfort zone, but you, you don't even, that doesn't feel comfortable to you. And so I put myself, <laughs> I put myself in Pilates, this uncomfortable situation and being present with myself. That was really uncomfortable. But what I learned is, oh, there's cool stuff that happens in the uncomfortable thing. It's not right. pain. <laughs> it's a difference. So, um, so I think that it's like just giving yourself permission to practice in a safe place, being uncomfortable. So you're not like putting yourself out there, putting your money in something that like, oh my God, is this going to be the thing that like makes me rich today? It's like, no, practice being uncomfortable in something that's safe. Right. Like you plot as you get to lay on the ground, y'all. Like it's really right. like, it's exactly. safe. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and it's also kind of like what you said, you know, you, as the more you practice it, the more you're able to say, you know what? I'm going to try that new thing because I practice doing something new and I'm still here to tell the story. So this next new thing isn't going to, you know, be, it's going to be a little scary, but I'm going to trust that I can get through it. Yeah. Yeah. So something that I talk about a lot in my, my on-demand classes, I remind them, if you can't do this yet, what mm-hmm. else is possible in your body right now? So I repeat that over and over yes. and I remind them when we do a harder exercise, I'm like, even if you fell out of this exercise, because sometimes I do, mm-hmm. um, you can do hard things. Look yeah. what you just did. When we show up on our mat, we are practicing showing up for ourselves. That's what I believe. Right. And that allows it to be easier for us to 
put ourselves first in other things, or even consider ourselves at least in other things that we do. When you show up for your mat, you're practicing showing up for yourself, right? They say that, that in yoga, they say how you are on your mat is how you are in life. I believe it to be true for anything, how you do one thing, so you do everything. So if on the mat, I'm giving you permission to do something else and you do that, it, it is telling your brain, if I can't do what I'm supposed to do at my job today, what else is possible right now? Right. And then you're able to problem solve in a different way. Or mm-hmm. something I say is like, you can do hard things. Look what you just did. And I had one of my um, members DM me. Was, I'm going to cry. I cry every time I share this. She DM me and she said, thank you for reminding us that we can do hard things all mm-hmm. the time. Because today I had to have a hard conversation at work. And I, I know the old me would have avoided the conversation, but I had the conversation because I'm reminded every time I hit my mat that I can do hard things. And that, oh, chills. That's why I do what I do because I, I know that for myself, but I want other people to have that confidence and that, and that wisdom in their body too. Yeah. And I, and I love that because you're right. Cause it's like some days you feel like I just opened the door and that's all I got in me today. Some days, some days you're like the hundred, can we do a thousand? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought that up earlier, and I want to say, like, it is okay to just put the mat down. Mm-hmm. You don't actually have to get on it. Like, sometimes it's just practicing that you are going to take the next step. Yes. Oh, gotta write that down. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, um, I, I, I used to be that all or nothing person. Like, I'm a recovering perfectionist for sure, recovering mm-hmm. overachiever. Hello, eldest child over here. So I, I, it's really hard. It was really hard for me in the very beginning of doing polis or doing anything. If I couldn't do it 100, I was mad at myself. Like my, mm-hmm. the reason I had to like literally retire from racing, from running races, is because no matter what the time was. If it wasn't what my goal was, I was disappointed in it. Right. Even if it was like <laughs> two seconds, like slower, you're like, it sucked. Yeah. Oh, I, sh- I could have done this. Or if that person hadn't like cut me off, like, and we're talking like only once in all of my races, was I ever proud of myself. That's because I won something. It wasn't, <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't like, I was like, my thing was focused on the wrong thing. And so I really, it's taken me a long time to be able to say that. And believe yeah. it, say that, yeah, you can just put your mat at. It's okay. Um, you know, today I went into my Pilates studio. I was like, I'm just not feeling it today. And I was like, well, we're going to start with this. And if that's all we do, that's fine. And I'm not going to lie. It didn't, it took me a long time to be okay with that. Yes. Yes. But you have to give yourself permission to try to be okay mm-hmm. with it because it opens up all the doors. I ended up doing 30 minutes. Like yes. I ended up going, it led to one thing, you know? And so I think we are told no pain, no gain, all or nothing. And none of that oh. is true. And it's holding all of us back from like, like being inside of our body and being like, like present with ourselves to know, are you burning out right now? How do you feel? Like, do you feel yeah. good today? Yeah, no, and, and, and you're hundred percent. Cause it's like, I know I was that all or nothing person. And now there's sometimes like I've like walked in the gym, I've just foam rolled and I just, and sometimes I sit there after I foam roll and I'm like, do I have it in me today? And some days I can be like, you know what? I'm just going to walk in the treadmill for 15 minutes. And some days I'm like, yep, that's all I got. And I yeah. grab my keys and I walk back out the door. Well, and you know what, ladies, our cycle also says that, like, that's what we are not told. We're not taught that in that fifth grade class where they separate us and make everyone feel uncomfortable about their bodies instead of like letting them know what's going to happen to each other. Like they don't tell you there are going to be two weeks of your life where you can like literally you're a superhero. 
Like mm-hmm. literally ladies, we are superheroes. And then there's two weeks where you are supposed to be like building an organ, <laughs> like right. taking time for yourself. And so one of the things I love about Pilates is it is something you can do no matter where you are in your cycle. You can make right. it as intense mm. or as low impact and least intense as you want. So that's, that's nice. I don't have to like, think, what am I going to do today? But I have this app that I use and it's like, do lower intensity workouts the next five days. I'm like, Oh, no wonder I'm not excited about the Tabata workout. That's on my Peloton right now. I don't want to do my body. No Tabata, just like go for Walk the dog. (laughs) Right. Maybe walk the dog twice. Like it's yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing that they're, they're studying is when women, um, are doing the higher intensities, pushing themselves during the part of their cycle, that that is like what the body is ready for and wanting. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they, you know, on the other part, they actually take the time to focus on form strength, conditioning, like very precise movements and lower impact. Olympic athletes are having faster times, stronger Ah. times, better performances. Like this is something as women, we actually have this power to do. And I'm convinced they didn't want us to know that because we'll probably be (laughs) faster than the men. Sorry, men who are listening, but seriously, like, you know, so, um, so it's like, it's okay. If your body is saying, I just want to go for a walk. There's nothing wrong with you. It's probably your hormones saying, hi, this is what I want. And you should congratulate yourself for listening. Like, Oh, Oh, I hear that. You want me to go just for a walk today. Okay. (laughs) I know. And it's, it's funny because it's, we we all feel like, um, but you asked that question, is it enough? You know, Mm. was, was the walk enough? Was just doing Pilates enough? Was, you know, what you insert ever, anything, was it enough? And it just, you just, you nailed it. How did you feel after? Yeah. Did you feel it was enough? Like that's, that's who you asked, not like some external, like judging body. Yeah. I feel like that word enough has really screwed up a lot of us, <laughs> yes. you know, that one. And just, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know how to hear that. I think Kim and I both can talk. Like, I don't, it didn't, it wasn't like I grew up knowing to listen to my body. I was not aware of what that was. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Like I would hear like, just listen to your body. I'm like, well, where, where do I need to put my ear? Like where? Right, that's like you tell me to just relax. Like, what does that mean? Oh my God. Just relax. It's going to be okay. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. Wonderful. Okay. Thanks for the advice. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's the thing. Like if you have gone most of your life without listening to your body, it's like learning a new language. You're not yeah. going to go, you're not going to go to class and speak fluent Spanish or whatever you're trying to learn. You're going to have to start with the vowels. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you're, and I, it's funny you say that because so many people, like when they first start working with me, they always expect to nail it. And I'm like, if you were learning a new language, would you nail it? Would you expect in the first month to be fluent? Maybe be able to ask where the bathroom is and maybe get a drink, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, and also like, where did we learn this? Because here's, what's interesting. So I've been studying behavior science y'all. So I'm the flies instructor who's like been really curious, like why do people want to be perfect at Pilates as opposed to just feeling good that they did it right. Like, and I had, and by the way, this is curiosity for myself. I I was always like trying to get it. And I was, I'm so grateful that I have this mentor who I, I, she asked me to do something and I said, Oh, I just tell me what you want me to do. And Mm -hmm. she was kind enough that's not what we're looking for here. Wow. That's good. And I was like, what? Cause every other teacher I'd been to was like, nope, this is the, the way you do it. Right. Yeah. So they're telling me 
like this is perfect. Do you fit the mold? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, no offense to them. They probably were trained that way, but this teacher like did a pattern interrupt. And then I was like, huh, that's interesting. And so, you know, um, so I'm, I've been studying, um, habits and behavior science and BJ Fogg writes in his book, tiny habits. Um, he is the head of like some situation at Stanford, um, James clear study with him, the founders of Instagram study with him, like big deal. And he says, when babies take a step, mm. they don't look at me, go, was that perfect? Yes. <laughs> they look and every parent, even if they stumbled goes, that was so, oh my God, they cheer this baby on right. For yes. this baby step they made. They don't go, Oh no, make sure your foot doesn't turn in. No, they just are so proud that the baby took a step. And yep. every time the baby takes in the, Oh my God, it's so amazing. And so somewhere after we're a baby, we've decided that there's a right way to do everything yeah. and that we need to seek affirmation from someone else. And that maybe that came from the congratulations of taking the baby steps, but I don't think the baby's not going, was that perfect? The baby is just saying, wow, this excites people. When I take right. a step and make I'm gonna people keep get trying. happy, right? right? <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. So I think like, you know, we need to just go back into the idea of like, when you take a baby step, it's just about celebrating. It's not about, was it perfect. Was yeah. it enough? Did I do it right? Like, then that's something I'm still working on. That's a, that, again, recovering perfectionist and overachiever over here. Well, you know, and it's funny. I always say to people, it's like, you know, everything, everyone thinks like when I, you know, master whatever move in Pilates, then I've arrived or if I've <laughs> lost, you know, 10 pounds, I've arrived, but there's, we're human. There's always going to be another step, another level that we're always going to want to achieve. And yeah. so if you think you're going to arrive, you're so sadly mis misguided because <laughs> there's always going to be something else that you want to try. Oh, 100%. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think that you only arrive to a party. I don't actually think you arrive anywhere at life. And, um, I mean, with Pilates, there's over 500 exercises over right Yeah. on the mat. There's 34 and I teach all 34, but then there's variations, there's preps, there's advancements, yeah. there's props. Um, and there's this one exercise that I tell everyone, you're never going to get this exercise. Don't try to be perfect at it. Use it as a barometer for the progress you've made. Does yeah. it feel more doable today than yesterday? Does it, did it, oh, it, you fell out of it. Okay. So where are you still tight? Like use it. So I think like if we could just start to use things as barometers rather yeah. than I get a reward, um, I think we'd have a lot more fun at, at treating our workouts as um, experiments or as a practice. You know, I always say it's a practice, not a perfect. And I, and you know, cause it's true. Like, so, so then what you got it, what are you going to do next? Like, <laughs> what are you okay. going to do with that? achievement, you know, are you just going to stack it up with the, all the achievements you've had in your life? Or are you, you going to go to the next level? And I think that's tricky for people, you know? You know, and it's funny that you said, I, as you were kind of like saying, there's two things you said that it made me like, made me laugh and maybe kind of think a little different. It's like, if I were to nail that, whatever Pilates move that I, it is, is there a Mercedes waiting out front when I, <laughs> and you get a car, right. You know, is there a Mercedes out front? Is there going to be like, you know, the Pilates czar coming with like a big, like <laughs> to present it to me, you yeah. know? So it's like, I, and the same thing with weight loss, like, you know, is there a prize? Like when I lose 10 pounds, what's the prize? Right. There's no prize. This other than, other than like, I did it like, great. Good for me. And like, Unfortunately, like my parents are going to be like, Kim, you lost 10 pounds. Great. Right. right. <laughs> well, that's the thing, but that's one of the reasons I had to like ditch the scale because 
I found there was actually never enough, a number that mm. was enough. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I clearly have an issue here. <laughs> Let's just remove that from us and actually mm. find different ways of measuring how we feel. And that's hard for so many women, but like, um, I mean, cause I, I grew up, this is, uh, I grew up with a grandmother who was over 300 pounds her whole life and she mm. lost a hundred gained a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Finn Finn was her favorite. I'm gonna, <laughs> she was very upset when that was taken away from her. And I just only knew that I didn't know that diets were how you eat. I thought you just got on one. That's like you, you got did, on a right. diet. <laughs> yeah. And it's really funny. Cause I was telling my grandfather, Oh, I, I have a, I have a gluten and dairy free diet. And he's like, you're too thin to be on a diet. I'm like, no, actually diets are like, like the way you eat food. <laughs> it's not right. like you're on one. And so I just grew up, like, you're always trying to lose weight. Like that's the battle that we're all trying to solve. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't want to stick with that my whole life. And so I will say to the ladies who are, you know, uh, wanting to do Pilates to lose weight. Pilates is a strength-based workout, yeah. but it is, it is not going to burn the calories that your Peloton or your treadmill or your run is going to burn. It's like, a, it's like doing a weightlifting. You're going to burn, you know, based on your weight, like a hundred something calories, but the muscles you're building increase the metabolism you have so that it is a great thing to add to your journey. If that is a goal for you, but I, I, as a Pilates teacher, am not going to say do Pilates and you'll, you'll look like you have a Pilates body. Like, no, you're going to look like you have a great body. That's yours. It's going to look like you. Right. And that was one of the reasons why, like, I, you know, after, you know, we met and I stalked you a little bit, um, Don't worry, I'm not going to pop up out of your closet because I'm also lazy. Um, <laughs> that, that you you talk about Pilates, what it is. You're like, it is an exercise regimen. Like, yeah. it is not, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. There's not going to be this magical transformation from Pilates. And I, and I love that because so many people will, and I'm not just saying Pilates, like a lot of people will say, if you do ABC workout, wow what a transformation you're yeah. going to have. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. and, I, and I feel like it, it just sets women up for like a uh, failure. Cause yeah. you know, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I've been going every damn day. Like I got nothing. Right. Right. And I think like, you know, like we, there's enough disappointment in our life and there's Ugh. also enough people selling us some BS. And I just want to be honest with people like mm. that, like, you know, yes, in my life, I have been way thinner doing Pilates. And I, and, and I also look back at those pictures and I can see a girl who is unhealthy and, uh, did not have the nutrition that needed her. And I was not fueled and I didn't feel great. Right. So where I am in my body right now, I actually really love it. It's the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm the strongest mm. I have ever been. And that to me is way more important. And that took a journey that took some, right. some time getting to know myself, but I really do want people to have realistic expectations for themselves because I think, um, it's, we're not on a race. Like you, we each have our own journey. And so, you know, we're going to get there. Mm. You're going to get there. If we just stay the course, that's your course. And we don't go on someone else's path or we do this. Oh, she did that. And she lost 10. So I'm going to do that. I'll lose 10. I don't, right. we don't know. We don't know if maybe she's a parasite. Like, yeah. You know, know, so like, I think it's just, someone needs to be honest and I try to do that every single day. And, and, um, and I, I really do want women to add Pilates to everything they're already doing, because I know that even if they do 10 minutes with me, they're going to feel more confident in their body. They're actually going to 
feel their body. And they're going to take that information with them when they strength train. They're going to take that information with them when they get on a treadmill or they run. It's not it's not you do Pilates and that's it. You just add it to what you're doing. It's going to improve everything you're already doing. Even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day, it's not something you have to do an hour of. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I also love that. Like it, you make it simple, you know, and it's like you do you, how, yeah. how is this going to add to your life? And, and as you said, like getting in your body, like so many times, you know, I see, um, this in the gym, people just don't know how to lift. Like they don't, even have, they don't even have like body awareness yeah. and yeah. what, uh, you know, through Pilates, also through yoga, that those, both of those, I think are very good for just helping you understand how your body moves in space. Oh yeah. I mean, when I used to, I used to work at a high-end fitness gym and the trainers would send me people like, can you help them with their form? And I'm like, yeah, they just need to understand where their arms connect from. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to learn that in a bicep curl. So no. let me show you. And then what, if you want to stick with me, great. If you want to just keep going the trainer, that's also fine. It's your journey. And like, there's no offense, but I do, I do know that if I have you for a month consistently, you're going to feel where your arms move from, where your legs move from, how you stand in your feet. Yeah. And that changes how you stand up in front of a conference room to sell an idea that changes how you walk through a gym. Oh my gosh. This one gym, a location I worked at the way you walked, um, from the stairs like up the stairs mm-hmm. to the locker room, the, the walkway was literally in front of all the cardio equipment. So all the cardio equipment is facing this runway. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's West Hollywood, everyone. So of course that's where the models right. are. And there's this walkway, right? This runway and people would like work it. And I had this one client who I love her so much, but she she's like, she wouldn't use the locker room. She's like, no, I use the bathroom downstairs. And I just go home and shower. I'm like, why? She's like, well, I can't, I don't want to walk the runway. I want to walk in front of everyone. And so I said, well, that's lame. You're not gonna be able to do this session next week because you don't have the time to go home when you could just use the showers here. And so I watched her like, try to walk behind the treadmills against the wall. Like she's trying like, like, trying to, like inch behind. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how you stand, how you look, how you do this. Yeah. And we worked on her staying her feet and how that actually makes your spine stand up. And ladies, like you want to look instantly five pounds thinner, stand upright. Yes. Pull. This is not pinching your shoulders back. Like your mama told you, this is like the shoulders just being on your back and your head being over your spine and your shoulders being over your hips. And Oh my gosh, if you don't lock your knees and you don't jut your lower back forward, boom, you are going to look taller, longer, stronger. And she walked She like made it a daily thing. Every time she came to the gym, she like walked that runway and it was so fun to see her like shift like that. And that's my goal for every woman. It's like, I just want to get them to shift in that spot. Like, oh, I can walk into any room. Yeah. And, and I like that. And it's, um, I laugh because I used to, um, coach girls to do fitness competitions and we used to teach them to walk. And okay. so many would come in walking like a truck driver and you're just like, <laughs> like Miss Cogeniality. Yes, completely. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, for the love of God, roll back your shoulders. Like I would just start there. Yeah. But I totally see that. And I, and I know like, even for me, someone who's like confident, I'd be like, Oh, do I really want to walk the gamut in front of everybody who's on cardio with shit else to do, but look up, 
look up. They're looking at the TV. They're not look. No one is looking at you the way you think they're looking at you. No one is. And if they are, it is one second where they do a, a, a look up and oh, down that's and her. then, and then they move on to the next person. Their brain is not on. They're not going, Oh my God, did you see Kim walking at the, no, right. no one says that. Like it's just not happening. And so, you know, um, but what is, what also is not happening is that the same people who are worried about what people think about them or when they see them, those are the same people who actually don't know how to listen to their body because mm. they're not in it. They're mm. just in their head so much. And so I just want to drop everyone into it. And, and, um, the only way that's worked for me, and I, I mean, this is someone who I love breath work. I'm studying it to teach it. I do three morning pages and I do, um, and I, well, I don't really meditate guys. I'm sorry. I do breath work. That's my meditation. Yeah, and I do me my too. morning pages, but I do all that stuff. And I telling you, like the only reason I can give that any, uh, I can get any of the benefits from that is because I know how to be in my body. And that is from, from my, my practice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I love that. That's like, you know, you talk a lot about like confidence and it's that confidence comes from, you know, like knowing how to like stand tall and knowing how to just like feel that awareness that like, you know what, I am looking pretty good. And it's yeah. not from a aesthetic way. It's more from just like, I feel yeah. really good. It's, it's all feeling. And here, so I want to talk about the confidence and the standing. So there is actually studies on this ladies. This is not like I made this up and like, you can buy this. No, Amy Cuddy did a Ted talk. Yeah. Yeah. And she, they did a study on power stance and they had people stand in a power stance for five minutes, which is like a superwoman, like let's superwoman's her stance or wonder woman stance. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's called a power stance. So you stand like that. Now to stand like that for five minutes, I'm going to be really honest. You need to have strength. Like that is, that is not an easy thing to stand in. Cause you got to be in all four corners of your feet. You have to have some blood flow through your knees. You're going to faint. You got to be able to feel, you got to have your glutes and what I call your thighs, which is where your thigh meets your booty supporting <laughs> you. And then your shoulders have to be over those hips and you can't be pinching them up into your ears. Cause that's going to get exhausting. Those muscles don't do, do that for five minutes. Right. So you have to have the strength to do this, but if you can do it for five minutes, they have proven, they sent people in who still like that for five minutes into an interview. And then they sent people who slouched for five minutes into an interview huh. and they had uh, these, um, the interviewees, I guess, or the interviewers, excuse me, they were trained to give zero like no space, nothing, like no reactions to anything. The people who went in with the power stance all thought they nailed the job. And all the people who had the slouchy stance all thought they lost the job. Huh? It's great. And like the person, they may as well have been talking to a wall because that's what they got back. And so if you are really struggling with your confidence or any, or just like just yourself, you want to be able to stand in your own two feet in those muscles, have that strength stand like that for five minutes and you'll have instant, instant confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I remember when like, um, she first did her Ted talk and I, I watched it and it's true. Like it just, we, if we feel, we personally feel confident, then that just like exudes, like it just, you know, it's like a beam around the room. Yeah. You influence everyone around you more than you think. And, and that is the same as if you are in sitting uncertainty and self-doubt and exhaustion, all of that energy is being fed into the room as well. So, yeah. And I know, you know, a lot of people like, oh, I can identify with the exhaustion and uncertainty. And so it's like, here's where we're asking, like, find something that helps you to get into your body. It could be Pilates. It could be yoga. It could be breath work. It could be meditation. It could be something. And even if it's just for five minutes, hell, a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Start there. 
the, the, the exercise called the hundred, if you do it right, it's 10 cycles of breathing. You inhale for five, you exhale for five and you're pumping your arms. So you're doing a hundred pumps. It lasts one minute. If that's all you did, I promise you your inner thighs worked, your glutes worked, your core worked, and not just your rectus abdominis, but the muscles that surround your whole core, your arms pump from your back. So your back worked, Mm. right? And then you go on with your day. That's enough. That's a lot. That's more than most people do when they go to the gym. Right. And it's like, you know, and you've, especially with your program, let's talk about that. You give people an on-ramp, right? It's not this like, you have to drop in and you must do it in this way. You give people a lot of different ways to interact with Pilates, which is amazing. You know, and I think also the fact that you share that with other teachers so that they don't feel like this is the way it has to be in this like box. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really proud of, of our platform. It's called online Pilates classes.com. So it's plural online Um, it's a very memorable uh, URL, but we call it OPC. And then because all of our members, um, are from the nineties, they go, yeah, you know, you me. know me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny because some of our older ladies do it too. And I'm like, they have no, they don't, they definitely didn't see that music video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah Cause they would be like, mm, what is this group? Um, right. so, uh, but yeah, so we, um, there's a couple things that I do cause I'm an accountability queen and I know that people and like buy the thing, but don't do the thing. And they mm. think I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to get the results by paying for it. And I don't like that. I don't like that. Most membership platforms basically are like gyms. They get you to sign up and then they don't care if you come or not, because right. that's, they could never have all the members come to the gym at one time if they, if they did. Right. So, um, So anyways, I have one mat class up for the whole week. That's it. And the reason for that is for you to, A, um, have no other decisions to make, except for that you decided to show up for Pilates. You logged in, you press play, that's it. So I'm just, I don't, you know, I don't want you to waste even a minute trying to figure out what class to take, which is like usually what happens to me when I'm on the Peloton. I'm like, well, I don't know who's this 4 million. There's a thousand, (laughs) like, just show me the one from today. Um, (laughs) so, um. So then it's also only 30 minutes, but we have this, um, inside joke that finishing is optional. So if Mm. you do five, if you set your timer for five minutes, that's all you do. That's fine. Like there is no one, no one on my team is going to go, Oh, Kim, you actually only did two 22 minutes of class this week. That was enough. Like you have to make it up. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, but if that is not where you're at, if you're not at an all levels 30 minutes yet, we do have an intro series that I created, which is three classes that you get to keep forever that are 10 to 15 minutes long. Some of our in air quotes, advanced clients love it. Cause when only have 10 minutes, they don't have to set a timer. They can just choose that. And it just ends yes. at 10 minutes. Um, and that I did that on purpose. I really wanted people to understand that if you're in the all levels class and I call it something you can't do yet, you do something you already did because the way Pilates works is it's compounding the mm. exercise that happened at the beginning of the mat class. You just take three of them, put them together. And that's, what's happened at the end. It's not anything new. It's not anything your body hasn't done. Right. Um, so we have that for you. Uh, we also have free tutorials for everyone to like really break it down. And then we have a group where you have access to me to literally go, Leslie, I just don't understand this in my body. And I literally help you break it down in that group, like us, like a private session. And so, um, so yeah, you could do the intro series or you can go in as a weekly member and, um, and the, and really the community is what helps what makes us so unique is that everyone is in there supporting each other. So when someone's like, I can't do this. And they like show a picture. They're like, oh, look at how long you are. Look how strong you are. Like they're, they're so, um, 
they're so in it to support each other because they know that that's how you, that's what helps them show up. Right. Mm. And so that's our goal. And so we do take the class away, but you have the whole week to do that all levels class. And the reason is, is I want you to compare yourself to yourself. Right. Right. And I, and I used to like, if you think back when you go to a gym class, like you love the community, you would go because the time worked or the, the community right. was like really fun. So I wanted to create that in the community that we have, but I also wanted everyone to be taking the same class. So when they say, oh my God, class today was really awesome. They're not saying which class Class 2275, you know, right (laughs) right there. So I really want it to be really simple for them to engage with each other, but also, you know, talk about like, it's hard to know how to listen to your body if you don't know how to do that, but you take class on Monday and you struggle with some exercises, but then on Wednesday you take class and you didn't. You get to actually go, well, what did I do yesterday? Right. And you see right? you see your progression. Yeah. You can see your progression. You can see what it may be Sunday night you partied. And on Tuesday night, you went to bed at 8 p.m. Like you can actually see in your own body and feel in your own body what right. is helping you and what's not. And you can also go, whoa, on Friday, I could do all these exercises. I could, well, now you're getting stronger, right? Right. So like, that's really what I wanted people to be able to tell themselves because I'm not gonna be there to see you, but you're with you and you get to tell yourself that. And that's, that's the difference in you growing in your life with confidence. It's you telling yourself you're doing good. It's not, it's not really from someone else. Yeah. And I, and I like that because a lot of people, like you said, you know, are looking, always looking for that external you did a good job versus, yeah, you're there to give you that good job, but you're also able for me to be like, you know what, look, I made it through the 20 minute class this time versus I bailed at five because I just couldn't make it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that it's just really, really important. The more we tell ourselves, this Mm. is what I did do. Yes. I did do this. Like instead of focusing on what you didn't get done or you didn't do each day. If you focus on what you did do, it literally retrains your brain to show up for more things. Exactly. Exactly. And like you said, you know, how this conversation started, I can do hard things, right? So it's like, you know, and also it shows you there is a um, progression, you know, that you're not going to show up and like nail it. Maybe you will. I don't know, but some days you're not and some days you are. Well, and also like, you know, there's some people like I am a hypermobile body that was strong enough. So I did a lot of, of the exercises because my body could get into that position. Right. That doesn't mean I'm better than someone who's tighter and can't get into that position. Mm -hmm. It just means that I look like I'm doing it. And I think it's really important that we understand that people out in the world doing a lot of things just look like they're doing a lot of things. They're not actually doing a lot of things. So what I want every person that I can get my hands on is let's focus on what you did do because that's actually what's happening. Like that's yeah. real. That's really yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd like, I, let me just, ladies, I can just chat with her all day long. I just no, absolutely this love, more often. I know. I absolutely love her. So I always ask, Leslie, I always ask uh, people who to close out my show, I always say, what makes you feel magical? Oh, great question. And you know what? I think people might think it's like after my Pilates session that I feel most magical. And I do, I, I, I do, but I feel the most magical when I actually see the people mm. that are taking my classes, share that story that I told earlier or go, I asked my husband to watch the kids for 20 minutes so I could do this. Like I feel magical then because I like, know, like, Oh, I'm creating little like magic moments for all these people. Like yeah. that that makes me feel really magical. So thank you for letting me answer that. Cause that, that means a lot to me. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. So many 
you know, whenever I ask that question, so many people will say it's the things that we're able to bring to other people, which like that, just like, wow, like someone like, sometimes you just say things off the cuff and you're like, oh, that landed? Yay. Right. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what did I just say? Someone right. <laughs> who was anyone recording that? <laughs> right. Or like someone like you've like later on tagged you in something. And I'm like, oh, I said that. Okay. Like, that does happen a lot. And I'm like, Oh, I did say that. Thank you. Screenshot. (laughs) I'm going to need to remember to say that again. Yeah. But I, I, you know, for those of you listening, whether or not I said anything that like landed with you, just know that anytime anyone says anything that like makes you go, aha, let them know, because I promise you, they don't realize that about themselves and that's going to get them to feel a little bit of magic. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening is the universe reciprocates that. And people start telling you what you did that made them feel special. So, and that is going to make you feel magical. Yeah. I love that. I love that piece of advice. So Leslie, where can people find you? We we know what we can find you at online pilateschasses.com plural. And Where else can we find you on the socials? Yeah. So I love hanging out on Instagram, elder millennial over here. I'm going to hang out there till they kick us out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm at Leslie L E S L E Y dot Logan L O G A N. You can ask me anything over there. Um, you can go to online classes.com and you can snag a free class. There'll be a little pop-up that happens for you over there. And, um, I have a podcast now called be it till you see it, which Kim's going to be on. Cause that's going to be amazing. Um, so if you like listening to podcasts, podcast. That's like a little doses of inspo over there. Yeah. And, um, I've listened to it, you know, cause I'm a podcast junkie. Um, and it's, it's, you know, the thing of what I like about Leslie, like she just says these like one or two things that you're like, yeah, oh my God, <laughs> that's the stuff. So make sure you have her in your ears, listening to her podcast as well. All right, ladies, you know, I love you. If you we heard anything, feel free to screenshot this and be sure to tag both of us on the gram or for those who are still hanging in Facebook land, Facebook as well. Thank you, Leslie. Oh, thank you. This is amazing. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.